You are the beginning and the end. You are the A through the Z. There's nothing else. He didn't have a beginning. He doesn't have an ending. He always was, he is now, and he always will be. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the author of Why Life Hurts and co-author of Evangelism Made Simple. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and today on In Grace, we are going to be in our series, Armageddon's Dawn. Now, I don't know if you've noticed in the newspaper or on television or on your newsfeed, on your phone, that crazy things are happening in this world. <laughs> I'm sure you have noticed. But it seems to me like things are happening that have never happened before, and these are monumental things. And so it should be a wake-up call to all of us to get serious about studying the end times, studying Bible prophecy. Now, we certainly can go too far in these things and, and spend too much time and too much conjecture, but if it's in the Bible, we better know it. We better study it. And certainly, Armageddon's Dawn, the study of Revelation that we're going through, is important to know what's coming. In the first three chapters of Revelation, we're going to be talking a lot about the church. And then all of a sudden, the church is missing in the rest of the book until the end. And so I look at that as a an indicator that the church is gone. The church is taken up at what we call the rapture before the seven-year tribulation period. So we're going to talk about that and more today in my message titled, The Future Unveiled. We also have this full series available, the Armageddon's Dawn series. Now, this is crazy, but we have 43 sermons in this Armageddon's Dawn audio series. So you can get that on our website, ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. And for free, you can also get the Armageddon's Dawn Prophecy Chart. And again, go to our website, ingraceradio.com, or give us a call at 1-800-78-GRACE. Also, let me mention that we have an event coming up in Arizona. It's called Gather in Grace. It's a free event, February 3rd. It's a Saturday, and we would absolutely love to see you. Now, I'm not sure if there's tickets left, but you can go to our website to check, ingraceradio.com. Click on Gather in Grace Arizona, and we would love to meet you there in our wonderful event with music, food, fellowship, and a message about Israel and the end times. There will be wars and rumors of wars. And if you read the book of Revelation, you will see bloodshed, turmoil, and war like we've never seen it before. And that's frightening. And this is something that we know for sure. We have a guarantee. It's a guarantee isn't usually worth a whole lot. Do your warranties ever run out and then the thing breaks? Does that ever happen to any of you? That's exactly what happens to me. That's why I never buy the extended warranty because the item never breaks until that warranty runs out. So save yourself some money. Now, if your item doesn't come with a warranty, It'll last forever. It's a wonderful thing. So just some helpful advice. There are certain guarantees in this world. Like number one, if your hands are greasy, let's say you're working on a car. As soon as your hands get greasy, your nose will itch. I guarantee that. I also guarantee when you're working on something and you got a little small screw in your hand and, and you're trying to put it in, you will drop it. I guarantee you. 
And I also guarantee that that little screw will roll into the most inaccessible place. I guarantee it. It'll actually go into a place you can't see. You don't even, you don't even know that that inaccessible place exists. I guarantee that. There's a lot of things that we can guarantee in this world, but the Bible actually has the future that is unveiled and it is going to happen guaranteed. The question we have is, who is qualified to unveil the future? And how is this possible? We can try to predict the future. We forecast the weather, but it's the best guess. Or if you're at a, a red light, you can predict that the light's going to turn green. And you're probably going to be right. If you're like me, you like to kind of go as soon as the light is about to turn green. And there's plenty of people that are sitting in front of you that don't see the light turn green because they're busy doing something else. Any of you annoyed by stuff like that? We can try to predict certain things, but there's going to be a day when, when your prediction will fail because we don't know for sure that the power won't go out or there'll be a glitch in that traffic light. We don't know for sure the future, but there is one who knows for sure, guaranteed, the future. Who is able to tell us what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen next year? Wouldn't that be great if we knew for sure exactly what's going to happen? You could uh, do pretty well in the stock market. Uh, you can do pretty well in, in, in real estate. There's a lot of, 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 of ways to benefit from that, but that's selfish, isn't it? But God is going to reveal to us the future in this series that we call Armageddon's Dawn. Let me show you again our prophecy chart. In our prophecy chart, we're going to see the future. We are in what we call the age of the church, the church age. We will come to a point, we believe soon, that the church will be taken out. Those that have put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ will be what we call raptured. It's an event that is described several places in detail in the scripture. We believe that this will have to happen before this next major period in world history called the tribulation. During this tribulation, we're going to have the promise of peace by this man, the Antichrist. We know it's a false peace, for shortly thereafter, there will be major wars and calamities. God will be pouring down his judgments upon the earth, and then we enter the second half of the tribulation, which is called the Great Tribulation. It is all tribulation, but the second half will be by far the worst those that are, have been raptured will be in heaven with the King of kings and Lord of lords doing two things. One, the judgment seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb. And then we have the second return of Christ, the second coming of Christ. He came the first time in Bethlehem, the glorious appearing. Christ returns, the battle of Armageddon, and then on into the future where we have a thousand-year rule and reign of Christ ruling on this earth and then we have the terrible great white throne judgment. That won't determine heaven or hell. That will determine degree of hell. Hell is hell. 
and then we have the new heavens and the new earth. So all of this is guaranteed. All of this is revealed to us in the scripture very clearly as we are studying Armageddon's dawn. Let's look at Revelation 1, 3. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. There's two things that we're going to see guaranteed in today's study. Number one, there's a special blessing for those who hear, read, and keep prophecy. You say, well, this is interesting. It's a curiosity. It's a novelty. But how does it have any significance to me? If you tell us that we're going to be taken out, the church is gone, then why do we care? Well, the reason is because it tells us that we have limited time to do God's work. If you're young, you feel like you've got forever, don't you? If you're young, you think you have thousands of years to live. Once you get to my age, which I'm hoping is somewhere in the middle, you find out that uh, it's gone fast and it's going faster. When you get into your 70s or 80s, you don't have a lot of time. By the averages, we know that 70 is a great number, 80 is a, a better number, 90 is, is a number some people are, are attaining. Very few hit 100. So we don't have a lot of time, and especially if we believe that Jesus could come back at any moment for the rapture, that means that we don't know if we even have another 50 years, 20 years. We don't know that. So what does that tell us? What does that mean to me today? It means that we need to be busy serving the Lord. This isn't a game. Life isn't just about fulfilling ourselves. Life is about proclaiming Christ and glorifying Christ and doing what he wants us to do. It's keeping the prophecy. It's treasuring what we're learning in this series and, and treasuring it and keeping it and, and acting upon that. There's a blessing to you. The other thing that we're guaranteed is only God can tell us the future. This is way beyond the realm of mortals. This is way beyond the realm of angelic beings. There is one that knows the future exactly and has unveiled a lot of it for us. Blessed is he. You know, you've heard of the Beatitudes in the Gospels. In Matthew, we read about blessed are the poor in spirit. It's a sermon that Jesus preached, and, and he gave those blesseds. And, and we find actually seven Beatitudes or seven blessings in Revelation. Did you know that? This is the first of seven. As a matter of fact, the number seven is a significant number in the book of Revelation. You know that it is used about 50 times, the number seven. Now, we know it's significant in the Bible. When we read the Bible, we right away read the number seven. That number seven appears in Genesis, doesn't it? That in six days, God created on the seventh day, he rested. It was a, a number that indicated what? Completion, fulfillment, okay, perfection. The number seven has that 
connotation in Scripture. Generally, it means it's a number that God is pleased with. It's a number that God is using. And here we have the seven blesseds. You're going to have to do your study on that. We don't have time to cover all those today, but I'll just give them to you real quick. There's a blessing here that he that reads and hears and keeps the prophecies. There's a, a blessing for those that have died in the Lord. There's a blessing for the one that keeps his garments uh, prepared and clean. There's a blessing for those for the marriage supper of the Lamb. There's a blessing for the person that has their part in the first resurrection. There's a blessing that keeps the sayings of this book. And there's a blessing for those that do his commandments. If you want to learn more about the Bible's end time prophecies, In Grace and Pastor Jim Scudder have great resources that will help you. First, we have a large prophecy chart that we will send you absolutely free. And when you give a gift of any amount, you'll also receive our eight-part video series, Armageddon's Dawn, filmed in Israel. This series will give you a visual experience that will transport you to the very places mentioned in Revelation. We also would like to send you Pastor Jim's entire 43-sermon audio series, Armageddon's Dawn, on CD or MP3 for gifts of $30. Don't miss out on this opportunity to enrich your understanding of biblical prophecy. Contact In Grace today at 800-78-GRACE. That's 800-78-GRACE. Visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to In Grace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Get your free prophecy chart and unlock the secrets of the end times today. We also find not only seven days of creation, we also find that animals had to be seven days old before they can be sacrificed. There were seven pairs of clean animals on the ark of Noah. You remember Naaman? Naaman, the leper, was gone under the water in the Jordan River seven times. Jericho was marched around seven times, and on the seventh day, seven times. We have many times that seven is significant in the Bible, like Jesus said, I am, seven times. But then in prophecy, and right here in Revelation, we're talking in the next few chapters of Revelation of the church age, how many churches are there? There's seven churches. There's seven seal judgments. There's seven trumpet judgments. There's seven bowl judgments. We have seven is a major number. By the way, the number of the Antichrist 666. The number of man is six. The day man was created was six. So the Antichrist number is a copy of the Trinity. Six, six, six. But seven. Seven seal judgments. Seven trumpet judgments. Seven bowl judgments. We have the seven stars, which are the seven pastors of the seven churches. And then you have the seven candlesticks or the seven churches themselves. We have Seven appearing in Scripture a number of times. And it's significant, especially in prophecy. Look at Revelation 1.4. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace. Let's talk about John. Who is this John? Well, we know this is the Apostle John. He had been the pastor of one of the seven churches that he's going to be addressing. The church is Ephesus. We have here the seven churches. You see Ephesus there. I've been to Ephesus 
on one of our trips to the Greek islands, and we went to Turkey, and we saw Ephesus, and you see all the other churches, Pergamum, Smyrna, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea, written from Patmos, by the way, we've been there as well. But this is what we call modern-day Turkey. It was of the day of Christ, the day of John, called Asia Minor. Here he refers to it as Asia. But this was a representation of the churches. There were more than just those churches. Those weren't the only churches. It reminds me of a teacher that had just graduated from a psychology degree and was teaching in class and she asked her students if um, she had learned this tactic, if any of you think you're stupid, stand up. Well, nobody stood up. Finally, a little boy stood up and she says, oh, little Johnny, you think you're stupid? He says, no, I just feel bad that you're the only one standing. (laughs) These churches weren't the only ones but they were pointed out. Why? Because each of them represented something that we need to learn, something that can be part of our churches today. Also, I believe that each of those churches represent a period of church history. I'm not dogmatic on that, but it seems to really make sense to me. We're gonna cover that in our next Armageddon's Dawn message, but each church is representing something that God wants us to learn, either good or bad, something we need to do better, something we're doing well. The seven churches of Asia or modern Turkey. And then it says grace and peace. Do you know peace flows from grace? Have any of you ever been to the headwaters of the Mississippi River? It is a mighty river. It flows for 2,340 miles. It is one of the largest rivers in the world. It is the largest river in the United States. From that river flows millions and millions of gallons of water every year. A lot of commerce goes up and down that river. It's a mighty river when you get at least down to Illinois, further south, Missouri, all the way to Louisiana. But that river starts as a trickle in Minnesota, northern Minnesota. We, for many years, had a camp that we owned, and we would use it for summer camp for families and kids, and we would rent it out. And not far from that camp was Lake Itasca. At Lake Itasca, you can walk across the Mississippi River on stones. A few stepping stones. Yeah, they're a little slippery. I may or may not have fallen off of those stones. But you can walk across the river. Why? Because it is a a trickle. It is a stream at that point. But it becomes such a mighty, important river, a really a source of life for this country. And peace, wonderful thing when we see the grace of God and from the grace of God, what can take place in our lives, in the life of a church, in the life of a country, in the life of the world. And we're still seeking for peace, and, and everyone wants peace, and we know that there won't be ultimate peace until Jesus comes. 
and brings true, lasting, eternal. But it all flows from grace, that river, that river. Look at Revelation 1, the second part of verse 4. From him which is and which was and which is to come. I'll speak just a moment about that representing or being God the Father. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. In a moment, I'll speak to how that is the Spirit of God. And verse 5, from Jesus Christ, of course, he is the eternal Son of God. Revelation 1.8 tells us, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come. Isn't that an interesting sentence? Is, was, is to come. What is that? Well, is is the present. Was is the past. To come is the future. This one who is going to unveil the future for us, he's going to pull back the curtain. He's going to share with us what's coming and ultimately the unveiling of the power and might of Jesus. It's all about Jesus. We're going to see in the verses following this one. But we have the Trinity here, don't we? We have God the Father, the one who is, present tense, the one who was, past tense, the one who is to come, future tense. He exists now. He always existed. He will always exist. Talk about blowing your mind. How do you get your mind around the eternal the existent, always existent one. How do you get that? Well, we know it's true because of other prophecies that have been fulfilled and these prophecies that will be fulfilled. If you can predict the future, you are outside of time. You are the alpha, which is the first letter of the Greek alphabet, and the omega, which is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. You are the beginning and the end. You are the A through the Z. There's nothing else. He didn't have a beginning. He doesn't have an ending. He always was, he is now, and he always will be. And we'll pause it right there. Tomorrow we'll pick up more about the Alpha and the Omega, the prediction of the return of Jesus Christ. I'm so excited that he's coming back. And you know what? Uh, he's coming back for a purpose, for a reason. First, to gather us out of this world, the believers, and then to deal with the rebellion of the world in a final, ultimate uh, showdown with the one who started all this mess, and that was Lucifer, the serpent. And there's a lot more to talk about in the series Armageddon's Dawn. We have a full 43-part audio CD series that you can get from us here at In Grace. It's just under 30 bucks, and you can go to our website, ingraceradio.com, and order that ingraceradio.com or you can call us during business hours at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. And you can also write to us at ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. We also have a free prophecy chart 
that you can get from us here at InGrace. Just call us or go to our website and you can actually download it right from the website if you'd like to and uh, you print it out yourself or you can ask us to mail you a copy and we would love to do that. And as we go through this Armageddon's Dawn series in this next many weeks, uh, having this chart I think would be very helpful to you. Again, that's free from us as our thank you for listening to Ingrace. We have one more Armageddon's Dawn Prophecy product. This is a resource called the DVD series or the video series. You can get it digitally downloaded or DVD. And this is a series that I believe will help you because it's very visual. It's filmed in Israel. I'm teaching on the book of Revelation from Jerusalem, from Megiddo, and other places. We also have great prophecy teachers like Joe Rosenberg and uh, Menno Kalischer, Mark Robinson, Randall Price on there. So this is for your gift of any amount. So call us today, 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Are you ready for an end times journey of biblical proportions? Get the stunning Armageddon's Dawn Prophecy Chart for free. Or give any amount and receive the incredible Armageddon's Dawn 8-part video series. Plus, you can order the 43-part audio preaching series. Contact InGrace today at 800-78-GRACE, ingraceradio.com, or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us 800 78 Grace or go online ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.